Today's show is sponsored by The Restillery. The Restillery creates custom-made lamps out of your favorite used bourbon bottles. We're talking handcrafted artisan work with no two exactly alike. Check out their shop at therestillery.com. That's R-E-S-T-I-L-L-E-R-Y dot com. Today's show is also sponsored by Wilson Artworks. Bourbon fans, if you're looking for heirloom quality handcrafted copper cups coated in silver, Wilson Artworks has the perfect mint julep cup or jigger for you. Check them out at wilsonjulepcups.com. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Welcome to Bonded in Bourbon. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm Armand, here with the lovely Samara. We are in lovely Hilton Head, South Carolina, hanging out with family, enjoying bourbon and wine and all kinds of other great food and dishes yeah. and all kinds of stuff. Kind of already started Thanksgiving dinner and it's only Tuesday. Yeah, you know, you know you're in for real Thanksgiving dinner when they start cooking it on Monday. <laughs> Like, <laughs> when are we gonna be full by Thursday? <laughs> yeah, I want I'm not even gonna even eat on Thursday. <laughs> no. Okay, sorry, that was funny. I, I'm just gonna be because I've already had greens and rolls, and I'm just I'm full as a dick. Right, yeah. already, already, already. So, well, we we stopped eating long enough to give y'all up a good podcast here, and so today we're excited. We're going to be doing Old Bardstown Bottle and Bond, which is a nice, nice mm-hmm. bourbon that you can only get at, right? the at the Willett Family Distillery. Yep. 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 But so we recommend that anybody that happens to be there to pick up a bottle and we're going to tell you all about it here. Uh, but um, we really enjoy. We think it's going to be really good. Before we go. Before we listen? get into it. We're not going to go. We just got here. You're about to just answer the question. You've been giving me a hard time all week, by the way. (laughs) But anyways, what are you most thankful for, Armand? I'm always really bad about that. I'm really bad at that stuff for Thanksgiving. I'll be like, oh, I'm most thankful for... You know these uh, these socks that I got or something. I like always say something crazy. Like I'm I, I'm thankful that we survived our blown tire on the highway. Yeah, on the highway this week. Yeah, and that we survived that, and not only survived that, but met this really really cool guy named Willie Williams, <laughs> and he happened to have four brand new tires from somewhere, mm-hmm. and. Out in Cochrane, Georgia. Is that where he was in Cochrane? We were we were yeah. in the middle of nowhere literally. between Macon and Savannah, literally about an hour from Macon and about an hour and a half from Savannah. So those of you all who are familiar with Georgia know we were really in the middle of nowhere. Right. And this this uh, this gentleman uh, Willie Williams came down, uh, rode down the, the rode down the exit <laughs> ramp the, the wrong, wrong way, way so that he didn't have to <laughs> go down and turn around and come back. And owned a tire shop uh, right up at the top of the exit, and where your tire gave out, where, yeah, like where the tire blew away. out, and just by the luck of the draw, went up there. He 
James gave me four new tires and sent us on our way. So I am uh, currently, I'm most thankful for that uh, in terms of uh, our trip so far. And then also, of course, I'm thankful for you and for you just being here with me and with family and us, you know, enjoying another, another week together and doing another podcast. So what about you? Well, I'm happy to be here. You know, this is my new family, I guess. And you guys have totally welcomed me. And um, I just, yeah, I'm thankful for a lot of things this year. This has been a really big year for um, Black Bourbon Society. Bonded and Bourbon is doing amazing with our ratings and our reviews. So we're thankful for our listeners. Um, We're thankful for our friend, Steve. Over at the ABV Network, he has been a great friend um, just this entire year. And I often say he is my bourbon bestie, which is absolutely the truth. Um, So I just feel really grateful. This has been a huge year for us. And, um, you know, it's a good way to celebrate this year. And as we go into the next year, I'm just um, I'm blown away by all the things that we've actually accomplished so far just this year. Well, I think it's just the beginning, so yeah. I'm excited about what the future holds. I'm excited about what we've got working on in the pipeline, and I really think that, um, yeah, this is just the beginning. I think next year will be even, even better. better. This time next year, we'll be thankful for even more things, so. Yeah. All right. In the meantime, we're going to get on into this old bars town here. I think you guys will like what we have to say about it, so. We're going to take a quick break and jump right back into it. This is Bonded in Bourbon. Now for a bit of bourbon lore brought to you by the Staven Faith Society, where you can study and deepen your enjoyment of America's native spirit while becoming an executive bourbon steward. While bourbon could not have anything added to it aside from water and still retain the name bourbon, Other whiskeys aren't so constrained. Scotch can have coloring added, and Canadian whiskey can have both color and flavor added. The most common additive is called caramel coloring because of its mouthwatering amber glow. And where is the world's largest maker of caramel coloring base? Louisville, Kentucky. So even when you're drinking something other than bourbon for some reason, you may well be sipping another product from the heart of bourbon country. And that's just one of the many pieces of bourbon history, trivia, and myth you'll learn on your way to becoming an executive bourbon steward with the Staven Thief Society. Sign up for a class today at staventhief.com. On behalf of the Staven Thief Society, I am Samara of Bonded and Bourbon. Armand, tell listeners about The Bar to Go. They've been a longtime sponsor, but people still may not know what they're all about. The Bar to Go features handcrafted American-made traveling mini bars. These canvas or leather pouches will carry everything you need to make a cocktail or take along with your favorite 50 milliliter bottles of bourbon. These things make great gifts for men or women, and you can check out the complete lineup at thebartogo.com, and that is the number two in the web address. Be sure to use the coupon code ABVN to get 30% off your order. Welcome back, everybody, to Bonded and Bourbon. Armand and Samara here. 
about to dive into uh, Old Bardstown Bottle and Bond. But first, Samarlon, tell us a little bit about it. Well, this is Old Bardstown Bottled and um, Sorry, we say bonded and bourbon so much, I forget what bottled and bond actually is. So it's this is Old Barstown Bottled and Bond, 100 proof. The mash bill on this is 72% corn, 13% rye, and 15% malted barley. Nice. And this is under the Willett Family Reserve, under the Willett Distillery label. So some people say that this was the very first whiskey that they came out with back in the early 1930s. Others say that, you know, they ended up getting this, acquiring this brand when they went back into production uh, in the early 90s. So um, this is just, and this is something that we found at the distillery over the summer. Mm. And we've been holding on to our bottle for for quite some time. We just had it in the cabinet. We've been waiting for the perfect opportunity to open it up. And so here we are on the eves, the two days before of Thanksgiving. And we decided to open it up here in Hilton Head with our family. And um, what do we think? Well, let's dive into it. Yeah. Let's, let's start dive, out. Let's dive into the appearance. Okay. Um, well, for me, I like the appearance. I thought that uh, it reminded me, it was like a deep auburn uh-huh. color, almost like an orange color. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was a, that was quite appealing. The bottle, I thought, was a pretty traditional bottle, but I really liked the label. Yeah. One, because the label has a ton of information. So I mean it. Ta- I mean it, it tells you. I mean all the typical stuff it tells you. But you know it, it, this is it's bottled in bond. It's Kentucky straight bourbon. It's Willett family dis- family distillery. Mm-hmm. You know old Barstown. Lots of information on the label for those who, particularly for those who are kind of whiskey beginners. And I think that that's something that is important. And so I I actually really like the appearance. What about you? Um, I thought it was a great appearance on it. It's this nice light amber color, almost like a rust. Um, and, you know, I actually appreciate this label. It's very different from the traditional Willet bottles, the Willet labeling that we're used to. Um, it's got a little horse on it. Some say that that is actually old Barstown, that a Barstown was named after the horse and this bottle was named after the horse. Um, and so I, I like it and it's identifiable and it's great. Um, for as far as the nose on this, I picked up crisp apples right away. Hmm. Um, even like maybe like a light pineapple, like it hashes is very sweet um floral and fragrant you know smell to it um and then you know i just kind of sat with it i've been so guys i've been drinking this bottle we've been drinking it all afternoon with our family so um every time i come back to it i keep picking up like dried fruits i almost just said like fruitcake or um like a brown sugar like a sorghum that's what i picked up on the nose what about you on the nose i get real sweet uh light sweet notes uh, and also, I get some malt, so I do. Re- that nose. really comes through, yeah, on the nose, okay. almost like a, um, almost not as heavy or sweet as you would say, like a milkshake, but it is kind of a hint of it, the maltiness, the kind of the richness of it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I find that to be 
uh, really inviting and really, you know, really encourages me to want to go ahead and, and, and take a sip. And so um, I'm, when I did take a sip, I was real. The first thing I really noticed was I got like a sorghum. Uh-huh. It was not like a maple syrup. Really? It was more uh, it was more of a sorghum molasses kind of uh, kind of taste. And that really got me on the tip of my tongue. Uh, and then as I passed it back along my palate, I got a sweet corn, which is really mm-hmm. brought forth. You know, in your you know your your mash bill, when you really note that, yeah. And so I got a sweet like a sweet corn. I got the dried fruit that you got on, on the your nose. nose. I get that. I got that uh, kind of towards the rear of my palate, towards the towards the end. Uh, and then I got a little hint of of light wood, like a cedar. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that combined, when you put all that together. It made for a really, really interesting flavor profile. What about you on the taste? Well, on the taste, you know, I think it's interesting what you pick up and what I pick up. But, you know, you mentioned that you picked up malt on the nose. Mm-hmm. I actually picked it up in taste. Okay. Um, and almost towards the end, like towards that mouthfeel. So we'll get back to that. But definitely I picked up the rich vanillas and the, and the caramels, almost like a vanilla wafer. And um, I also picked up a little bit of orange. Um, and on that back end, it's like so it's, it was almost like that menthol minty uh, flavor that I got towards the end. Like, so light, I said light menthol on the back end. But then leading back to that mouthfeel, that's where I really started to pick up the malt. It has that texture and that that um, that thickness, kind of like a malt has. It's not quite creamy or buttery, but it definitely had that that consistency of of, of a malt for me. What did you feel like on the mouthfeel? So for me, on the mouthfeel, I didn't pick up uh, much of the maltiness or or, or thickness. I, for me, it was very um, very light uh, uh-huh. on the mouthfeel. It was and it was. Quite quick it was quick to head to the rear of my palate it didn't Mm -hmm. really sit on my tongue sit in the front of my mouth went back really quickly for me Mm -hmm. on uh, towards the rear of my palate so i the mouthfeel to me was a little light uh and that actually translated on to me uh, with the finish as well so i found the finish to be you know really light quick didn't really stay with me very long uh, there was no real, there was no Kentucky hug. No, um, it, it certainly didn't burn, but it was quick and maybe, I mean, you'd find, you definitely will find yourself reaching for another glass, another sip, uh, of, of this bourbon quickly, which is really belies the hundred proof. Right. Um, that it's so light on the tongue and the finish is so light. Um, but I think that a lot of that may have to do with the sweet notes and the floral notes that we get on the nose and on the palate. So I think that um, for me, the finish, like I said, was light, quick, yeah. no Kentucky hug. What about you? I agree. It had a smooth finish. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, this is a bottled and bond, 100 proof, and it only retails for $22. Like, I was absolutely blown away with how delicious this bottle of whiskey was. Like, truly, this was a good bottle of bourbon. And the price point makes it even better for me. Um, I almost think that, you know, like with the nose and the taste, the mouthfeel, and then that smooth finish that keeps inviting you for more and more, 
you know, I'd put it right up there with some of the other big boys in the bottle and bond industry. Like it's, it go, it will go well with like, it competes with the E.H. Taylor for me. You know, I loved it. Which E.H. Taylor? <laughs> um, like the small batch, not, not the four grain, <laughs> but it has four grain characteristics. I really do think so. And so when we looked at the mash bill and we can kind of tell that there is something it's kind of characteristic, like similar to that, but it definitely have a it has a good consistency. And for twenty two dollars, I'd get like a case of this. This is amazing. Well, I definitely think it was quite uh, quite delicious, quite inviting. Uh, are you got you gonna give it some uh, E.H. Taylor scores over there? Um, you'll be surprised at what I scored it. All right. Well, we'll take a quick break. Come right back, and we will surprise you all with our scores for. Old Barstown Bottle and Bond. Let's just take a second. We'll be right back. This is Bonded and Bourbon. Hey, babe, there's a lot going on in the world of bourbon right now. Are we planning any trips? We sure are. I'm working on our trip to the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival. But wait, that's not until March 20th through the 23rd, 2019. Why would we be working on that one already? The New Orleans Bourbon Festival has gotten so popular. It's a year-round event. Barbara and Tracy are hard at work getting everything lined up. And to prepare, they put an early bird ticket price out there right now where you can enjoy the cheapest ticket prices of the year. Plus, if you're considering a VIP experience, those tickets are going fast. I think people want to start working on their own plans to attend the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival. Where do they need to go and what do they need to do? Get your early bird discount tickets now for the 2019 New Orleans Bourbon Festival at NewOrleansBourbonFestival.com. We'll see you there. Welcome back to Bonded and Bourbon. Armand and Samar here. We are about to get into our scores for Old Barstown Bottle and Bond. Start out with the appearance. What'd you think, babe? For the appearance, I gave it an eight. I thought, you know, it's a beautiful bottle. It labels easy to read. It stands out. It's different. You know, Willa has beautiful bottles. They have, their bottles are just gorgeous and identifiable. But this is very unique. It's Old Barstown um, Bottle and Bond, so it's a different label. But I loved it. I loved everything about it. I gave it a solid eight. So I, too, gave it an eight in appearance. I really thought the color was unique. Like I said, it was a deep auburn color, and that's not something that I've really thought of or kind of how, how I've described any of the other whiskeys that we've, we've rated. So I thought that uh, it was pretty unique in color. The, I thought the bottle was, I thought was a, a decent bottle, it was a good bottle, but the label I really enjoyed. Uh, and, I, you know, I'm a label reader. And so I, I really thought the label was very well done. And so I, um, I enjoyed it very much. And so I gave it an eight on for the appearance. On the nose, I also gave it an eight. I, I really enjoyed the sweet, the light, sweet notes and the malt that I was able to pick up on the nose. Typically, I will end up with malt on my tongue uh, if I'm going to be doing, if I'm going to be sensing that somewhere. But the fact that I was able to get this on 
my um, uh, on my nose. I thought that uh, that was pretty unique. So I gave it an eight on the nose. What about you? I gave it an eight too. Right. Um, and you know, we picked up different notes, you know, on the nose, mm-hmm. but I loved it. I thought it was impressive from the very beginning, from the moment I smelled it. You could smell how light, sweet that um, that crisp apple and even like pineapple, just very citrusy. Like you could smell that just right off the top. And so then, you know, all those other flavors that we love in bourbon, the caramel, the vanilla, um, then that whole fruitcake experience started to really come up for me. So it was very inviting. It's very appropriate for um, Thanksgiving. It's very appropriate for the season. You know, it's just full of spices. Everything's cooking. Every Everything just blends well, the sweet, the salty, the savory. And that's what I got just out of the nose. Um, so I gave it an eight. For taste... I felt the same way, except even better. And I gave it a 10. And oh, I just, wow. I just, I gave it a 10 and I'm standing by this 10. Um, this is one of the best bottle and bond bourbons I've had. And I'm just so impressed with it, especially for the price point, especially because people don't, don't really know about it or haven't like drawn the price up on the secondary market. Um, I'm going back to Louisville just to get more of this um, because I absolutely loved it. I thought this was perfect. Um, If I could find it, it would be my everyday sipper. That's how much I loved it. Nice. What about you? I I also enjoyed it very, very much. I gave it a nine on the, uh, on the taste. So um, not much to complain about really. Uh, I enjoyed the sorghum molasses, the sweet corn, uh, the dried fruit, the cedar even uh, on the back end it was very light. It wasn't overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like I said, I thought that they combined all of those different flavors combined really nicely and really, you know, made for a really, a re- just a really enjoyable sip. Uh, and so, yeah, I would agree if it was readily available, particularly at that price point, that it could be a very good everyday sipper. Also, I would say uh, to the listeners, if you have a friend who is kind of bourbon curious and interested yeah, in and really trying? I think this is a perfect, perfect one point. to kind of start somebody out. It's not that it's not expensive at all. It's light. It's not as uh, heavy or oaky as some of the other, uh, particularly bottle and bonds uh, and higher proofs. And so, I would highly recommend uh, if you're just trying to get uh, introduced or introduce someone. Uh, to bourbon that this is a really good a uh, really good bottle to start that off with so i gave it a nine on the taste so okay. on the for as far as the mouth feel for me um this is where i think it comes up a little short here uh, i gave it a seven for the mouth feel uh, it was very light kind of rushed very quickly from the front to the back mm-hmm. of my uh, of my mouth and so it didn't really stay with me very long and so you know I tend to prefer uh, a bourbon that in terms of the mouthfeel is going to be very viscous mm-hmm. uh going to be kind of meaty and heavy on my tongue 
And so this was almost the opposite of that. So that's kind of probably that's probably a little bit of the price that I had to pay, right, to, in order to get that 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 those light, sweet, malty notes on the nose, and uh, in order to get that sweet corn on the tongue. I, I think that as a result of that, I wasn't able to pick up uh, a lot in terms of the mouthfeel, and wasn't able to get a lot of weight weightiness in right. the mouth. What about you? Um, I gave the mouthfeel an eight. I actually like the consistency. I like the texture. It's not super jammy like I truly, truly love. But again, I think that it held its own weight. It was like a light syrup for me. And just the sweetness and just the the, the complexity of that, of the flavors in there, especially with the th- like that texture of malt, you know? For me, it had it had some meatiness and it had a little bit of body to it. So I gave it an eight. Um, and, but then on the finish, I can totally, totally understand what you, where you're coming from when you say like, it kind of just fades away and that finish is very smooth. There is no Kentucky hug. There is no burn. There's nothing. It's just full flavor. It's very flavor forward on the tip of your tongue. And then it does just dissipate as you swallow it and it, and it goes down. Um, so I did, I gave it an eight on the finish as well. What about you? I gave it a seven on the finish as well. And I, 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 again, I thought that it was very light, very quick. It didn't stay with you very long. Had you reaching back for another sip very quickly, mm-hmm. which there's nothing which necessarily wrong with that. Right. Um, just, you know, in terms of personal preference, I tend to prefer a more of medium body. I don't necessarily need a really long finish that, you know, you take a sw- sip or you take a swallow of it. You don't need to take another right. sip swallow for another like 10 minutes or anything like that. that. I enjoyed the oh rare breed God, very much. Oh, my God, that rare breed was burning just. But I thought that the, uh, it was really light, really quick. So I, I, I gave it a seven on the finish. Uh, as well, which for me, when I added up my scores, I came up with a 39 uh, for the score. What did you come up with, babe? I gave it a 42. Oh, nice. We're not that far off. Nice. But well, I, I, mean, I so- mean, I really loved it. Like I thought this, and it was perfect. Like we had it with family. We had it with your sister. We had it with your dad. And they sipped and they chimed in on what they, you know, knows and what they could taste and all of that. And just having that experience with them, um, and they, you know, your dad is a big whiskey drinker, but your sister isn't. She was still able to really participate and enjoy this bourbon as well. You know, like I just think this is just a good bourbon for everyone, and the price, especially, is an amazing find. Yeah, yeah. So that ends when, when we took my thirty nine. We take your forty two. So we've got a combined score of what a that's an eighty one. 81. For the combined score, that's a really good score there. Yeah, it is. Especially for a $22, uh, $22 bottle. And so uh, eight, 81 is the score for Old Bardstown Bottled and Bond. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's uh, and we've done a couple of bottles and bonds too. So, yeah, that's really uh, – that's a good. That's a good score. I'm yeah. real pleased with that. I I think it's the best one I've had. Highly recommend it. Highly recommend it if you can get your hands on it. So, well, man, what else we got? Going? Well, are we going to do the? Uh, um, oh, yeah, definitely. You guys stay tuned. Coming yeah. soon. <laughs> Coming soon. We on the ABV network. Oh my goodness. We've See, got we've got the eggnog. The eggnog wars. Eggnog. We've got the eggnog wars. So neither one Green of us face. are 
particular <laughs> eggnog, uh, eggnog drinkers. So we are going to relish in our role as uh, the uh, Grinches, the of, Grinches eggnog, of, eggnog. of eggnog. So uh, that will be uh, coming up, coming up soon in here in the next week or so. Uh, for you guys to hear that and make sure you tune into all the other abv network shows especially if you are an eggnog drinker there'll be some uh, episodes where we have some good eggnog cocktails and recipes and uh, as you head into the holidays and then samara and i will come behind all of that and say bye humbug yeah yep so yeah we're totally yeah not into the eggnog spirit um (laughs) Okay, so other updates. I finally finished the website. Bondedandbourbon.com is now live. And you can now go to the website and hear every single episode that you might have missed in our fabulous podcast that is given from a his and her perspective. Yeah, you can see that you can listen to the podcast and you can see the scores. You can see the scores and you can see who we are and learn about all the things that we're doing um and why we're all over the place and never in the same city at the same time right yeah right well how else can people reach out to us we're on instagram i promise to update that soon but that's at bonded and bourbon podcast on instagram and then we also have our other company which is black bourbon society and that's on instagram and facebook at black bourbon society and black society.com so next week I have really big news. I want to announce our trip next that we're doing next week. That All I want right. I want to announce that. What are we talking about? What are we? So stay tuned next for week? next week. I don't think we've decided what we're going to review next week. So it'll be a surprise. Surprise. So if it's not gonna if it's not the eggnog episode. Yep. <laughs> so you guys stay tuned. Anything else, babe? That's it, honey. All right, you guys enjoy your Thanksgiving. Be thankful. Enjoy your families. Enjoy your friends. Enjoy your co-workers. Try. <laughs> and just enjoy life. So Yeah. Yeah. We're so. thankful for you. We'll, and we're thankful for the opportunity to share our bourbon journey with you um, as listeners. So thank you for your support. Thank you to the ABV Network. Thank you, babe, for being my partner. Yay. Yay. So, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This has been Bonded in Bourbon. Armand, why would someone be interested in a still from Moonshine Still Pro? Well, there are those that want distilled water, and the stills from Moonshine Still Pro certainly can do that. Others like the idea of a still in their man cave or she shed. I mean, is it really complete without one? Finally, there are those that are trying to tap into the rebellious American spirit, like was exemplified during the Prohibition era, as people gathered to connect and share a drink. No matter what your personal need for a still is, Moonshine Still Pro has a still that suits it, and they have parts that you can't find at your local hardware store if you're trying to build your own. I think people want to know more. Where do they need to go? You can find Moonshine Still Pro at www.moonshinestillpro.com. They also have a secret insider site, www.knock3times.com, with the number three, where they often have discount codes and other secret insider content. Bonded in Bourbon is part of the ABV Network. For more information or to advertise on the show, 
please log on to abvnetwork.com. Bonded in Bourbon is created by Bowen Zell Productions.